This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Week one in the book in the Premier League, Manchester City have shortened to win the title. Chelsea have bought even more players over the course of this week. VAR still can't get it right. And Nigel Seeley and Jack Wright go 5 0 with a push to bring you over 75% return on investment. Some things never change. This is Betting Weekly Premier League Show. You're with myself, Dan Roebuck, Nigel and Jack are back for week two. First and foremost, though, just to explain to the listeners and the views, Nigel and Jack, because they are consummate professionals, they try and scout every single team possible looking for bets. They've even dipped down to take a look at two championship sides last night in the League Cup. So how was the game at Loftus Road, boys? Because I knew, I know that you're at QPR Norwich. How did it go, Nigel? I'll let Jack tell you how it went. But uh, I left before the end, so I didn't see the goal. (laughs) I should explain to everyone that you did have tickets for the game, didn't you, Jack? We did. Yeah, great tickets. Really nice. Great best seats in the house. Two of the best. How how close to the stadium did you get, Nigel, before you thought? Um... (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, we, we were definitely shown one of these before we, we got to the, to the stadium anyway. It was you, Mr. Robert, led us astray. <laughs> met, us, met us early doors. You said that you had a, a little bit of a pass and suddenly the, the, the missus, your missus went out taking the dog for a walk and you got a little bit late pass. Then kickoff approach and then another went went down and uh, unfortunately we missed the game. But we didn't miss much, though, to be fair. It was nil-nil, uh, last-minute goal, 93rd-minute goal. Um, was a dreadful match. But uh, to be fair... Actually, judging by my performance this morning, I've cut myself shaving. As I see blood pouring from me this morning. Bleed, bleeding and, for the and, cause. And the uh, and the missus isn't talking to me. So uh, I, I wish I actually went to the match, actually, to be fair now. <laughs> the scattering port for QPR in Norwich. I'll have to wait. We'll have to do it later on this season. Uh, back to the Premier League. Um, what were your takeaways from week one, uh, Nigel? Look, betters and odds compilers maybe can be a, a prone to sort of knee-jerk reactions. Was there any surprising results? Anything that you thought, hmm, different? to what you thought uh, ahead of the season starting? Not really. I think the, the biggest takeout was Newcastle's performance, wasn't it, against uh, Aston Villa? 5-1 win there, comprehensive win. New signings coming in and gelling straight away, which takes a bit of time. We we expected Manchester City to start off where they left off last season. They're obviously the team to beat. I wasn't convinced by Arsenal. I wasn't convinced by Liverpool. <clears throat> I wasn't convinced by Chelsea. Uh, and at the bottom, I think that uh, the two teams we expected to go down are going to struggle. I think Sheffield United and Luton are going to have really, really tough seasons. And uh, not really. I would say that the takeout was Newcastle, but we always knew they had a good squad. But we have to see what they're really about when the Champions League comes around, if they can replicate that kind of form when they're playing away in uh, Athens on a, on a Wednesday night and then go to uh, go to Burnley and get a result. We'll see what they're about then. But uh, no, no, nothing really surprised me, really. Nothing at all. Uh, Jack, we talked about uh, added on time and, and what the effect might be for betters. We had a couple of goals uh, after the 90 last week, there was nothing that dramatic. They, they maybe should have been at Old Trafford with a, with a penalty that, that wasn't given. But what were your takeaways after after week one? You change your opinion on any teams or or anything to look out for? 
No, I think it went pretty much to form actually, and and kind of backed the stats up, which is always helpful when you when you're trying to pick out the winners that that's the case. Uh, we mentioned it last week that it doesn't matter how much added time is added on. Um, if you haven't got players that can create and score chances, you're not going to score. That was the case with Everton and Sheffield United, as we highlighted last week. That went to went to form. As Nigel said, Man City carried on where they left off and Haaland carried on where he left off as well. In fact, better than we were a couple of goals in the first half. So, very good. They've already pocketed their first trophy of the season as well. Last night, of course, as well with the Super Cup. So, business as usual for them. Um, and yeah, so I think um, last week it kind of went as we Expected, obviously, uh, highlighted by the results that we performed last week, five five and one push. Yeah, really good uh, selections uh, from the boys last week. Hopefully, we'll get a few more. Just on that that point that you made, Nigel, with, with the Champions League is, and and this sort of applies not not just to the Premier League, but a, a, across the main European leagues. If you're looking for a, for a team that's back in the Champions League for the first time in in quite some while, and you know that it's going to take a toll, it's now the time to get with them. You know, fresh off pre-season. Most of the players, if not all of the players, fit. And you look at Newcastle, you look at one of the teams across Europe as well. Lazio is another back in the Champions League after finishing second. Is is now the time maybe to, to make hay while the sun shines before we get into the autumn and the Champions League vigours really sort of kick in? Well, you would say that with Newcastle, but um, their fixture list is quite tough. Manchester City this weekend, next week they got Liverpool. So um, I think we know a lot more about Newcastle in the next couple of weeks. The, 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 the great thing about it last week is that Newcastle were actually bet to win the Premier League with Bet Rivers. They were they were slashed in the betting. Uh, they've been bet today uh, all the way through the last couple of days actually to beat Manchester City. So the market definitely wants to get with them. Whether or not it's the right thing to do, I think if they're an easier fixture list certainly. But uh, on the fixture list they have. I'm not. I, I, I think there might be a little bit of like you mentioned the show started off the show saying so a knee jerk reaction. I think there may be a knee jerk reaction to Newcastle at the moment. I mean, I think with them as well, you know, they're they're always two or three injuries away from having problems in the club as well. They haven't got a big squad like Manchester City. We're talking about Manchester City as well, but you know, no Kevin De Bruyne. We haven't mentioned that. You know, Harry Kane has gone this week as well. We didn't even mention that at the beginning of the show. So there's a lot of things happening in the Premier League, and um, for me, I just think Newcastle were were decided to take out. And would I bet them? I think some people have, but I just think that uh, Man City and Liverpool in the next couple of weeks are a big stepping stone. If they can get something from them, then I would probably be inclined to bet them then uh, with a bit of momentum behind them. But I think if you if you bet them now, I think it's it's a bit of a risk. Yeah, there's always a bit of recency bias. It happens all the time, fresh in your mind, first game of the season as well. In a few weeks' time, we'll probably forget about that easy win over Vela. Certainly, uh, if um, they get beat this weekend against Manchester City, that's a really good game. We haven't got a play in that, incidentally, but we have uh, got plays in a number of the fixtures, uh, obviously, over the course of the weekend. We're going to start with uh, Friday night football. This is Nottingham Forest versus Sheffield United. It's uh, 2.45 uh, Eastern, uh, of course, evening game locally. A Forest at the minute, minus 114, might even be a little bit shorter. Uh, Sheffield United plus 380, the draw plus 240 here. And Jack, we were talking uh, last night and you were saying to me, look, that, that Forest price is getting ever shorter over the course of the week here. But um, a little bit unlucky against Arsenal, I thought, uh, last time out. Certainly the last sort of 20 minutes, they really played well and they've got such a great home record as well, haven't they? Absolutely, yeah. I just felt they, they hit the accelerator a little bit too late against Arsenal. Um, they could have rattled them a little bit as 
if they if they'd have gone for it a little bit early, obviously Brennan Johnson missed that chance in the first half, which could have made a for a different story. But they certainly looked sharper in the, in the final 15, 20 minutes uh, with, with the subs making an impact, which was good to see for them. And you're right, they they are a strong side at home. Looking at the result last week, last season they lost five nil to Arsenal. This season, obviously two one. So on that complete kind of facts, then you would suggest that they're in better shape. Uh, and I think they could well be, certainly in, in the final third. I think they've got some real match winners in, in that area. And if they can, can keep it tight, then they've got a good chance. And I think they can't ask for a better opponent to do that than Sheffield United, who, who I think we are going to see struggle. We mentioned it. They went to, went to the form book last week. Um, they were pretty toothless in attack. Uh, I won't use the obvious pun with their nickname being the Blades, but uh, yeah, they weren't weren't great. Uh, XG of 0.5, um, so expected goals of, of half a goal, which was the second worst in the in the Premier League last week, only behind Burnley. But obviously Burnley had a decent excuse in that they were playing Manchester City, um, and, and Sheffield United were at home. So yeah, pretty poor as far as Forest are concerned. Say a good strong home record last season. That was that was the thing that kept them up really. They were abysmal away from home, but really strong at the City ground. 10th best record in the league. They won eight of their 19 home games and, and should accept, expect to see that kind of continue. Shouldn't expect to see a goal fest in this one. Um, they won five of those games last season, 1-0. So um, they'd take that now, of course, uh, get three points on the board against what will be a relegation rival. Um, Sheffield United, we said poor going forward. Uh, they have made a decent signing. Uh, for those unfamiliar with um, Gus Hamer, Picked him up from Coventry. I think he's a bit of a box office player. He's certainly a player that I've enjoyed watching over the last couple of seasons. So, um, likes to have a strike from distance. He'll score a couple of worldies. He'll also get booked. And I think it'll be the latter that we'll see before the former uh, for that that one. So, a decent pickup. But he's obviously unproven at, at Premier League level. So, it'll be interesting to see him um, perform there. But I say, I think we mentioned it last week. They've lost... 50-odd goal contributions from, from the side last season. They're in a poorer state than they were uh, at the end of last season. Friday night should see even better atmosphere at the City Grand. I think that home fans there certainly helped Forest last season. So we're going to see a similar thing this time around. They ended the season with three wins. Uh, they beat the likes of Arsenal, Brighton and Liverpool at home last season. So they have got that say, very, very strong home record and they'll have too much for Sheffield United. Uh, who say haven't got much in attack, um, will rely on keeping it tight at the back themselves. They have got a good defensive record and they have kept their defence intact. In but obviously that was the championship last season where they only conceded 39 in 46. But um, yeah, for me, I think this is a, a, a good opportunity for Forest to get that first win of the season. They couldn't ask for a better home first home game and um, yeah, take them to get the win. Forest to win. Uh, similar thoughts from you, I think, uh, Nigel, as well. And do we expect them to be a bit more ambitious? Obviously, Owenie and Ilanga didn't start uh, last week at the Emirates, but the impact that they made combined for the Forest goal, you'd, you'd like to think that A, that they would start, and B, Forest will, will play on the front foot a bit more. I think they will start. I think Owenie is uh, someone who's ever... <laughs> I've put him in my fantasy team straight away this week after his cameo last week. So I think everyone's putting non the Forest players in their fantasy side. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Forest. I, I mean, they're plus 225 to get relegated. They're the third favourites in the relegation market. There's no... I, I, if you can bet the other side of that them to stay up, I think they can stay up. I think they're, they're a side that are a really good team to have on your side, especially at home. 
their home form last season was ex- exceptional, especially in the latter part of the season. 13 matches since New Year, and then we lost two of them, and that was against Newcastle and Manchester United. So we're against teams at the bottom of the table, not uh, not the Forest win. Um, I, I've seen a couple of um, pundits, uh, I think it was uh, someone on a couple of radio stations saying that the, the city ground was probably the most intimidating place that they went to last season. The atmosphere there is fantastic. It's a very, very underrated place. They get results. They're very, very good home side. And when they come back in that second half against Arsenal, where they had Arsenal on the, on the ropes, they did for about 15, 20 minutes, that you could see their price getting lower and lower on the Bet Rivers website. They were like plus 120, and then it was like plus 115, plus 110. And I wish I took the price then. I didn't. Um, but they're now minus 114. I still think that will go lower. I expect them to start about minus 125 for this because they have goals in that side. They have loads of goals. They have loads of pace. They have loads of attacking threat. The counter-attacking goal they scored against, not enough, uh, against Arsenal was exceptional. It was an exceptional counter-attacking goal. And I think that's how Steve Cooper likes to play. I think they at home, they play on the front foot. They're very aggressive, a bit like Brentford. They come out of the traps and they start playing really, really well. High tempo. And um, I think Sheffield United are a side that are going to be really struggling. We know our, our season future of them to finish bottom. We think they're going to be very low scoring. And I, I, I can't see them threatening Forest at all here. So I'm, I'm a very, very confident pick here on uh, Nottingham Forest at minus 114. And I think they're going to have a really good season. I would actually be, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm actually quite tempted by Nottingham Forest to finish in the top half. I think I think it's a big price. I'd much rather back them to finish in the top half at a nice plus money price than to finish in the bottom three at plus 225. Interesting. Forest to kick on and get the first win of the season. If Awani does start, he's plus 350 to score first, plus 155 at any time if you back Forest for every single one of their home games last season. 15.68 profits. Very nice indeed if you followed that trend. And we believe that Forrest are going to win on Friday against Sheffield United. Let's move on to uh, Wolves against Brighton. This is 10 a.m. Eastern. It's a three o'clock game on Saturday. Uh, Wolves plus 295. Brighton minus 110. Draw plus 280 here. Uh, Everyone is remembering Wolves being unlucky at Old Trafford, Nigel. Uh, but have they been a bit over bet maybe this week? I think they were plus 330 off the back of that defeat uh, against United. Now they're, they're plus 295. They might even go shorter. They have been nibbled out over the course of the last few days. Is it that classic recency bias? Let's all get on walls because they're unlucky against United. I think so. I think so. I think there might be a little bit of rebase. I would be slightly concerned if I was carrying a ticket like Jack has for them to be relegated because I think <laughs> their, their performance last week was an exceptional one. Um, but I'm not quite. I'm not convinced they got everything right. I think they're. Um, I think they're. I think I still think they're a side are going to finish in the bottom six in the Premier League. Could, could definitely be involved in a relegation battle. For me, that game like there was never a penalty. We were on the win to nil when we were on the under. There was never absolutely no way was that penalty. Absolutely delighted with it. I take it. Absolutely take it. So it's a great result for us here. So we 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 get them and we. Get You've got to against, factor that in. You've got to factor that us. in. Haven't they, you, go you know? against, they go against us over the season, so we take all the luck we can at the beginning of the season. So we're not worried about that. But um, I'm going back to a traditional play that you know um, last season, and and I know that uh, Jack's got these cards, and I think that when I when I was going to give this play, I think he was going to show me one of these, the old red <laughs> card. But I think it's I think it's a, a play that I believe that you just have to have with Wolves. I mean, I don't believe for any moment that Gary O'Neill was going to change much that's gone on at Wolves, especially at home. They're very tight. They don't score many goals. They're very defensive-minded. And, and in the first half, we always bet the draw. Now, I've been doing this bet for maybe 
a year. I didn't bet it on Manchester United game. Uh, it came in at a nice price and nil-nil as well. Obviously, nil-nil was another factor in, in Wolves matches at halftime. But if you just break down the stats on it, um, 15 of 38 matches last season, Wolves were, were drew, drew at halftime. The season before 21 and the season before 18, that's 54 matches out of 114, which is about a 47% chance of a, a draw in a, Leeds, uh, in a Wolves match. When you take away Liverpool... Uh, Manchester City, Newcastle, Manchester United uh, and Arsenal, it becomes a 60% chance that the game is a draw. So um, you can get plus 133 here. Now, obviously, Brighton are at the top end of, of the teams in that middle half of the section. You would say that Brighton will probably be the next one, six or seventh rated in the team. But I think that Brighton create a lot of chances. I think this is a tough game. And, and Wolves matches first half and notoriously low scoring they're very cagey and then things happen in the second half. And I think Brighton will have a lot of possession, as we know. I think they'll try to uh, to, to break them down. I think eventually they will break down walls. I think Brighton will probably win this game 1 or 2 nil. But um, the draw, just, just on all mathematics, um, at plus 133. I was betting it last season at plus 110. I was betting it at plus 120. This is probably the biggest price it's been for any match outside those top five. And I just think at plus 133... It's got to be. It's got to be a small play. I mean, I, I you you were struggling to get picks out of me this morning uh, and and yesterday. I found it very. I found it very very. Yeah, we know hard. we know why we couldn't get anything out of you this morning. But anyway, no. But you yesterday you tried. <laughs> I know. I, I, know. I can't stop this bleeding. My fingers <laughs> driving me mad. Anyway, um, yesterday yesterday you, you you couldn't get a pick out of me, so I couldn't because I thought it was a very tricky card. I think I think this week in the Premier League is really really difficult. Not in the Forest, though. My strong play. Uh, really strong play. There would be my. I wanted to put all three units on Nottingham Forest. That's how confident I was on them. But I think I think this Wolves play at plus one thirty three. It's, it's a price related play. It, you know, we we can't look at the Premier League now one game in. We can't turn around and say, oh, this is a fantastic play because of this, that, or the other. But I think first match at home going to be a crazy affair. Decent opponent and just on the odds plus one thirty three, which is a forty two percent chance. It's forty seven percent chance. Wolves to be drawing at halftime in any football match, and it's sixty percent when you take away the top five. So, on the odds, I think plus one thirty three is a small play. Yeah, you returned a profit, healthy one last season. If you back Wolves at home to be drawing at the break, plus nine eighty seven, um, your points profit to level stakes. Jack, you've got to play in this one as well. It is not a halftime draw or indeed nil nil, which is plus two thirty. Incident if you want to play that at halftime, but you have gone against the home side here. Yep, going with Brighton to win it. Um, I'm prepared to take Wolves on. As you say, I think there's been a bit of recency bias to the fact that people went, oh, they were quite good against Man United. Time's going to tell whether that was a really poor Man United performance or a, a really good Wolves performance. We're going to see where that kind of balances itself out over the coming weeks. I'm prepared to back my judgment at the start of the season that Wolves are going to struggle. We said the main reason for that is that they can't score goals. Well, that was perfectly well proven uh, on Monday night, um, 2.14 XG, no goals scored, um, 23 shots they had. So the actual performance and the, the philosophy, I guess, was was surprising. The outcome of them getting no goals was predictable. So uh, one goal now in the last four Premier League games. And um, I'm going to say back that to continue. Obviously, for Nigel's bet, I'm hoping this is a nil-nil at halftime. And then Brighton push on and win the second half. So, um, for me, it's just a Brighton straight-up win. Um, I can't see Wolves keeping Brighton out for the 90 minutes, certainly. Um, they scored nine across the two fixtures last season. Um, they won 3-2 here at Molyneux. 
They've won the last three head-to-heads by an aggregate scoreline of 12-2. That sums up the dominance over Wolves. Soundly beat Luton last weekend, and obviously everyone expected them to do that, but they had to get the job done. Um, you know, Luton's first game of the season, it could have been a, a, a potential banana skin, but very, very impressive. 4-1 the win there. Um, nice to see both their strikers scoring as well. João Pedro scored and he, he performed well across the 90. Um, Evan Ferguson as well off the bench and scored. So that'll be that'll be a, a welcome boost for everyone who had them in their uh, Premier League dream teams last weekend as well. Interesting to see what Deserby said after the game, though, is that they have to improve on that and they have to score more goals. So um, this will be interesting to see how he, how he takes that further up than what they're doing at the moment because there's certainly been good entertainment for that. They've scored in each of their last 14 road games. So it shows you the strength they've got in finding the back of the net. And they do that against Wolves. There's more than a good chance they're going to win it, of course, because I say I can't see Wolves scoring. Um, if they do, then one maybe. But I say I think Brighton will certainly outgun them. They've got a lot going forward. Solly March also, as well is impressed. He scored plenty of goals last season in the second half of the season and uh, picked up where he left off as well. So another key factor in this, of course, is that they've had two extra days rest over Wolves. They played on Saturday Wolves played on the Monday night. So I think that factors in as well and and makes it a, a, yeah, a good pick for me. I like this Brighton at a decent price. As you say, the, the price has now moved for me to be able to select this because at the start of the week, it was looking like it was going to be too, too long odds for me to put this one in. But they're now just on the borderline for me to be able to play. Brighton to beat Wolves is the second pick in the game at Molyneux. Also 10 a.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. local Fulham against Brentford, London derby. Uh, Brentford are the favourites, just plus 160. Fulham plus 180. Fulham defeated Everton, Nigel, um, last weekend. We were on the unders um, with Jack's selection there. We might have got a little bit lucky with it because the expected goals figures were pretty high and Burnt Lane made some really good saves. Um, and you are predicting goals in this clash on the banks of the Thames. Yeah, I am. Uh, I think if you bet overs in Fulham matches last season at home, you would have cashed. 14 of their matches last season went overs at home. Uh, this match last season, two matches were both 3-2 to the home side. Fulham won 3-2, Brentford won 3-2. We know we're going to get a good game of football in these two sides. You know, you, 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 the way the managers set themselves up, the way the players play, they're both going in it with probably you know, lacking in strikers. Obviously, Ivan Tony suspended because of his uh, his betting irregularities. And obviously, um, Mitrovic wants to move and wants to go on. He's being linked with Tottenham as a replacement for Harry Kane. I think it'd be a good replacement for Harry Kane. But the, the casting role are performing well. They're scoring goals. They're playing well. And, and the, the game against Tottenham the other on the first day of the season, Fulham did, Brentford did exactly what you would expect them to do. They come out really early for hustle and bustle, in your face, high tempo, press, 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 uh, went behind and can come back and score goals. It was a real good football match. And I expect this one to be another really good football match here. Um, again, it's the early start of the season, so we can't, we don't really have many stats to back up these plays. But I just feel this match here, is um it's got that feel about a, a nice it's going to be lovely weather it's going to be down by the by the by the riverside and I think the two teams will go out not far from where Jack is now where he's where he is now so um I think there'll be a good game here and I think goals are on the menu so um without Tony without Mitrovic or, or with Mitrovic but not a, a probably a fully motivated Mitrovic people might look at the unders here but I think the way that these two style up it's like a boxing match you can tell a boxing match if someone's going to be a good fight or numbers be a bad fight I think these two match up in a, in a way that I think this is going to be a decent decent watch so 
again, it's the price related. I think minus 108 is just too big. I think, you know, you would have cashed him 14 of 19 games in Fulham matches. And minus 108 in a game that, in a team that liked to play football in the right way, I've got to take it on the price. We can't really, I can't give you massively loads of stats on the season so far because we're only one game in. But um, I think at first home game of the season, Brentford, a good opponent, it just looks like a, a game full of goals. Yeah, certainly last season, you made your money, as Nigel suggested, if you were backing overs following Fulham. Uh, one more game to look at, Spurs against Manchester United. This is 12.30 Eastern uh, Saturday, uh, tea time kickoff in uh, the UK. Um, United favourites here, plus many favourites. I, I sort of guess they have to be, Jack, because we know that they, they, they get bet regardless, United, but they were poor against Wolves, weren't they? There's no doubt about that. They they just seem, whatever issues they had last season, they've still got them this season because it was a disjointed display from them, wasn't it? It was indeed, yeah. Um, can't really call a winner here, to be honest. So I'm going with the goals angle on this one. But um, I say if I had to, I'd probably be looking at, um, you know, I was tempted because you've got Spurs at a decent price and uh, a little bit of a, an Asian handicap here wouldn't put people off that angle in. Um, but I say, can Man United be as bad as they were on Monday night? Yeah, maybe not. But so I looked at this one. It, it looked like goals. I looked at over two and a half goals. Couldn't back it price-wise. Um, same with both teams to score. But you can put them together in the same game parlay. Over two and a half goals and both teams to score. And you get a nice price. Um, can I see this being like a 3-0 or 4-0? No. So I expect both to come to the party. And you know, as long as it's not a 1-1 draw, which I don't think either, um, then we're going to cash this ticket. So um, I think I was quite impressed with Spurs, actually. First competitive game under Ange and um, did well. Yeah, kept uh, a lot of the ball, 69% possession, uh, had 18 shots, six on target. Obviously, without Harry Kane, which was the big question, would they be able to score goals without him? They got a couple. Richarlison wasn't part of that, but I think Madison had a good game, which is going to be a key for them. Um, get Son back on form as well, then you know they're, they're, they're going to be laughing. As I say, I think they, they, they do need a replacement for Kane, but showed last week that they can score goals and create chances without him. So you mentioned it in that last piece um, that two sides that kind of complement each other as far as, a, as goals are concerned. I think these do as well. I think Spurs will be front foot. We obviously saw it last week that they are going to be a very much a, a front foot aggressive side under Postacoglu. And... Therefore, they also play a very high line as well, which leads into uh, Man United being able to exploit that with the likes of Rashford. I wouldn't be surprised. Good news for um, Nigel's futures pick of Sancho. Surprised to see him start um, and uh, for his sake, get a couple of assists as well. So, um, yeah, I think this these two styles really complement each other as far as goals are concerned. Um, Wolves created so many chances against Man United, so you'd expect Spurs to at home, given what we saw last week from them as well. You'd also expect Ten Hag to be well into that Man United side going, we've got to show a lot more than we did on Monday night. So um, they've scored 13 in their last five games against Spurs, so it's a good opponent for them to go and, uh, say, get amongst the goals. Um, there weren't many positives to take out of that Wolves performance, but uh, so I think they put that to one side, and this is the sort of game that's going to bring the best out of their, their big-time players. So... Um, Struggled away against the better sides, but I say we, all we need is goals here. I don't care who wins. <laughs> um, it's literally just a case of the goals. And I say, I think with the stats and the performances that we saw, we should see a fairly open game. And say the main point being that the styles complement each other that will suit their strengths. And therefore, over two and a half goals, both seem to score the pick. 
At minus 117, same game, Parlo uh, Richarlison is netly plus 225 just to score. He's got one in 10 against Manchester United. Uh, Nigel, you mentioned it was a, a tough card this week. And if, if you know, you are saying that generally you would leave it until you've got a little bit more form in the book. What would you normally do here? Would you Would you give it four games? Would you give it six games? Or is it just something that you see that when you feel the season is now bedded in, then you might play a little bit harder and your stakes might increase. What's your sort of general strategy at the start of campaigns? Well, I think the early part of the season is a read on how you think the season will go. So in not only just in, in the Premier League, it's in the League One, League Two in England, it's in it's in all the leagues abroad. If you think a team's going to struggle, you think a team's going to do well, you keep betting them, thinking that you're going to get some value on that line. And if you've got it right, you, you, then you're getting the value. I mean, if you've got it wrong, you've completely got it wrong. So, for example, in in the in the in League Two, for example, people who, who thought Stockport might win the league. And they haven't won a match in three, so that they probably yeah. bet them to win their matches. Whereas I thought I like Gillingham to win that league, and I bet them at plus one twenty, plus one forty each week, and then they're cashing. So I think it's really the, these early six matches or so is how you think the season's going to go, and, and it's whether you're right or wrong how the season will go. It will take you six matches to actually realise where these sides you might are. have got so, things wrong. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at Forest, thinking oh, I think you know I, I said there I think they're a top, I think they potentially make a top ten side rather than a relegation side. I could be completely wrong in six matches. So you can look back now and think, well, my, how were that, how on earth were Forest minus one, 110 against um, Sheffield United at home in Sheffield United, languishing at the bottom of the table and Forest at the top of the table? Well, in six matches' time, you can turn around and say, what a stupid bet that was because Forest are struggling and Sheffield United are sixth. So it's really your whole betting strategy in this part of this campaign is how you think your long-term will do. And if you get your long-term right, then you, you, will, you will cash... And that's why I have very, very limited bets. But I would, I would probably if we, you know, we're all having one unit on all these bets, and that's what we do. But I think the bet on Nottingham Forest would probably be a lot stronger than the other two I've given today. Any other leans for this weekend, uh, Jack? Or what would be the best bet of your three? Nigel's obviously gone with a with a Forest play against Sheffield United. Any other thoughts on the Premier League weekend? Yeah, my my strongest pick was Forest as well. So um, that speaks volumes, I guess, that we both really fancy that. Um, then my next best was quite an easy pick was the uh, the goals in the Manchester United Spurs game, um, and I think Brighton was the one that I kind of was the was the makeup of the of the, the lot. I did look initially at Newcastle on a on a plus handicap because you at the start of the week you could be backing them at plus one. That's gone now, and I wouldn't really fancy taking anything less than that because um, obviously it's Manchester City um, away. So um, that was one that was on the shortlist, but I say I don't think the value is in that one now. Um, and possibly Chelsea, I quite fancy Chelsea, but London Derby, West Ham, again, that was on the sh- on the shortlist, but uh, one that I left out. So uh, yeah, as Nigel says, stick with the ones that you already have an opinion on at the start of the season. You can't base too much on um, the, the, just the first games, other than where you've kind of been vindicated like with Sheffield United, like we've said, we didn't expect them to score. They haven't done. Um, same with possibly lots, lots of Everton. Wolves as well, albeit unfortunate or not. And of course, there's only nine games this week because Luton versus Burnley has been postponed. And Luton obviously will be a side that we'd normally look at as far as a fade is concerned. Luton Burnley postponed because of the, the work still going on at Kenilworth Road. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. We've got nine Dan, games. There's one thing ten. I do remember. This, I don't remember much about last night. I can't remember on. anything about the football match to be Go fair. On. I can't remember yeah. anything about it. Oh, yeah. So one yeah. thing I do remember is that you, oh, yeah. you were massive unders on the Man City Newcastle match. Did I say that? 
Yes, you did. <laughs> did yes, I? you did. Yes, you did. Did I say that? Yeah. Why? Uh, I I've got no reasoning behind that. I've got no I've got no recollection. <laughs> yeah, whatsoever. you said you're massive under. You said, I well, said it's plus. I'm just looking at the markets now. It's plus a plus one one five under two and a half. I'll stick with that. I'll go massive unders. You went no, 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 last night. You convinced me. <laughs> I had a bet on for you. I put the bet on for you. Did you put the bet on? Yeah, all right. Excellent. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll wire you the money. Um, uh, well, just on that game, if if I gave you a free ten dollar play on um, on Man City Newcastle City minus one sixty five Newcastle plus four forty tie plus three twenty five. You got any any thought? If give you a, a free ten dollar bet because it's the big game of the weekend. Newcastle really impressed, of course. Of course, my ten dollars is going on the unders. <laughs> <laughs> give us, give us, give us a, give us a play, boys. Quickly. Harland anytime. Harland anytime. I'll get some prices for that. Was it Jack, minus, you like? minus 135 or something like that? I'm guessing. I think he's going to be short, isn't he? Um, I can't. He's minus 134. Oh, look at that. Minus 135. I didn't even look at hey. it. Hey, hey, that's, hey. Not, that's not bad. <laughs> Harland anytime. Jack. Um, if but both seem to score, is that a, is that a backable price? I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't look at that one. But, Going um, against Dan here, Dan's gone the unders, massive. Yeah, I know. Minus one thirty four. Minus one thirty four. When he was trying to do Jack last night, he was trying to get the picks out of me, and he said, <laughs> and we went through the game, and he went, and I went, I was reading them out, and I went, uh, uh, Newcastle, Man City. Went, oh, massive under, massive, massive under, massive under. <laughs> <laughs> and now he can't remember it. Now he can't yeah. remember. Oh, massive I, under. Do you, know, do you know what? I can't remember. That. I, I can't remember anything about. Talking about City, Newcastle. All I remember is new, you not getting the 1984 uh, Watford side in the FA Cup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's your lip? It's still bleeding. It's still, look, look at the state of that. Look at that. Oh, like, come on, man. I can't. All the way through. That's terrible, isn't it, really? There uh, you go. Listen, that wraps it up for today. I'm going to get my head back in the form book for the Man City game. Jack, I know you're, uh, you've got plenty of work on this afternoon. Nigel, what are you doing? I'm going uh, um, cocktail making. <laughs> <laughs> it's a birthday present, old but a birthday present. I and I booked in the book. Why I why I did, did it after our night out, I don't know. But uh, okay. cocktail making in Harvey Nichols. There you go. Oh, there you go. Enjoy, 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 enjoy your pina coladas, uh, Nigel Jack. Thanks for your company. Good luck with your picks. Uh, that's a wrap for week two of the Premier League. From all of us, it's goodbye. We wish Nigel well with his cocktails this <laughs> afternoon. Make sure you stay across all of the Bet Rivers content on social media at Because We Win.